Friday, jump on, share, tell us something you're doing today, because I think it's supposed to be nice. It is going to be nice. What's today. up, Larry? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Sarah. Man, it's like people know we're going live. It's like everybody's up at 8 a.m. I'm always up, as you know. I'm always up at 8 a.m. She's up. She's up reluctantly. I'm just not awake fully. <clears throat> she's up at reluctantly. this time. Reluctantly, like normally, our kids would be going, would be at school almost by this time. So that's true. That's true. So I'm normally up. It's not that I'm like I don't sleep past seven normally, but um, I'm just I got not you. a morning person. <laughs> so we got you on a schedule. That's right. That's right. Got me on a schedule, y'all. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for the consistency. That's right. <laughs> yes, good morning. We'll give it just a moment <clears throat> for a couple more people to jump on. We got some questions, some Q&A. Yeah, is we're going to have fun today. Today <clears throat> is Friday. You got to have fun Friday, right? We're going to start promoting it as an AMA, ask me anything, but it doesn't mean that we're going to answer anything. It just means you can ask us anything, but yes. it doesn't mean we're going to answer exactly everything. So, Gee, Sandra, you're up between 5.30 and 6.30. You're early. That's how Chris is. Chris, same way. I am totally not that way. Um, Micah is um, kind of like that as well. He's over here in the corner pointing at himself. So I'm assuming he's wanting me to let y'all know that he's a morning, he's person, a morning person, just like his dad, which means I, for a lot of my life, had to be a morning mama. Which was very hard. So. <laughs> well. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. So <clears throat> we'll get ready to dig in and uh, answer some of these questions for you guys right quick. But yeah. um, let me go ahead and let's pray and then we'll, we'll dive in. So let's pray, guys. Father, we just thank you for your grace, your mercy, your goodness. God, we thank you for all that you're doing in us and through us. And Father, we just thank you for a great and beautiful day today, Lord. Raise the temperature so we can get outside, get rid of the pollen. It's demonic. And Lord, we just thank you uh, just for a great day today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen, amen, amen. I'm trying to catch comments. Good morning, Candy. Um, Savannah, good morning. I saw you had a comment, but it passed while we were praying. Um, Let's see if we can get it over here. Micah, tell Micah hello from Sandra. Sandra said hello. Let's see. Trying to see here what's going on. All right. So you're opening that with our comments. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So we got awesome. comments so right we there. See, we can see what's going on. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. Happy Friday to you as well. It doesn't matter. The days of week don't matter anymore in the apocalypse. They're all the same. Right. There's just one day. It just runs right. on forever. It's true, but <clears> we've got we've got to make... I've decided I've got to make Friday fun Friday. Like, it's got to be exciting. It's got to be something. So no, go. <laughs> go. All right. So, so a couple questions. So, we got we got about seven questions so far. Let's go around. If you guys have more questions, you can post them in the uh, in the comments. Yeah. And uh, and if we don't answer them this week, we'll answer them next Friday when we do our or, or ask me ask me anything to you. Mm -hmm. All right, so first question on the on the block. It's such a churchy question, though. It really is. It says, uh, how long have you guys been saved? How long have we been saved? How long yeah. have we been doing the church thing? No, that's not right. How long have we been following Jesus? That would be yeah. a better yeah. a better uh, question to ask. So <clears throat> for me, um, 
I started following Jesus in 1997-ish. I think. 97, yeah. That's what your, hey, like, your arm says. Oh, yeah. So, come on now. I have, a, I have an old tattoo, tattoo on it. That's right. That's right. It's old. It's ugly. I got to get covered up. But anyway. It says 97. So, that's 90, when. 97. That's when he started. Go down Y'all go downstairs. We'll be down in just a few minutes. All right. So, 97 Our was. Our kids are going to correct us. Yes. All right. So, 97. Um, yeah. And I got saved. Good morning, Sarah. Gave my life to Christ at a Bible study. Um, not even at a church service, not a revival service or anything like that. It was a Bible study. Right. So anyways, uh, what about you? Um, 98. So it's 20, 22 years, right? Um, and it was at a youth service where, um, where one of the, I guess you could sit them like prayer partners, someone that was praying ended up like reading my mail and telling me like, you know, speaking, obviously the Lord speaking to this person, to me, sharing to me about what had happened in my past, which I had not shared. So I was like, oh my gosh, this God is real. And so I gave my life to Jesus at that point. Um, we're going to remove one of our kids from our room because they like to come up here and have too much fun so that we can actually focus. <laughs> 92 started, 95 committed. Okay, awesome, Sandra. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, uh, what did I say? 22 years ago. Yeah, 97. 97, so you can't add 23. Yeah. So, it's actually, it was like a missionary dating scenario. You know, we used to tell kids in the youth group, like, they, that was like the big thing in youth group. Yeah. Like, the girls were like, oh, but... But he's so cute, and he would be even cuter if he was with Jesus. And so I'm just going to date him into the kingdom of God. I'm going to date him into his salvation. And, and we yeah. were like, that's the dumbest idea that I've ever heard. But that's kind of exactly how that happened with and us. And actually, like, that kind of you... really happens now probably for grown-ups, let's be real. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, so, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, 97, 98 is when we started following Jesus. Yeah. Um, next question. Uh, were you guys raised in church? And then the follow-up, do you feel there's a benefit to being raised in church? Um, we we weren't raised in church. I wasn't raised in church. Um, I had visited church uh, some growing up. You know, I went I, like on occasion with my grandfather uh, to, to Liberty Baptist when it was off of Todd's Lane and, and Big Bethel Road like a couple times then. Um, and then my mom did drop me off at vacation Bible school once <clears throat> to get a break from us, which she absolutely deserved, which if anything, that's what VBS is really good for. Yes. Teach them about Jesus, but give the parents a break, um, which is really good. Thanks and, to all VBS volunteers. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And so, um, yeah, so there was, there was that. So now I wasn't raised in church. What about you? I was not raised in church. I went to a church a few times as a really young kid. I can't recall very much about it. Um, so no, I was not raised in church, started going to church at, what was I, 15, mm -hmm. 15, 16-ish, right there on the verge. No, of, 17, yeah, 16. No, it was, I was younger than that. It was, I think I was getting ready to turn 16. It's kind of confusing the years, how it all unfolded. Oh, that's right. No, no, no. Um, it was like early So I that. think it was, it was either 14, 15 or 16 guys. It was 16. And right. I'm not doing the math so we, this early because it would be wrong. No, 15, yeah. Because we met, we met when, when you, I was 16 and you were 14. That's when we started dating. Right. Yeah. So it was around, it was about, about yeah. a year after that. So I'm missionary dated her into the kingdom of God. Um, yeah. <laughs> so do I, feel, do we feel like there's a benefit to being raised in church? I, I think that's a, I think that's mm. an interesting question to ask, right? Because mm -hmm. I think it has a lot to do with the type of um, environment. Do I feel like there's always a benefit to being uh, taught about God from early on? 
Um, yeah, there can be, but it really depends on the type of God you're being taught about, right? Because right. if the image of God or the, the perception of God you have is one of uh, just a tyrant or one that's just like, just, you know, this, again, we've talked about this over the last couple of weeks. His, mm -hmm. his, yeah. If you're being taught that God's natural bent towards humanity is one of anger and, and wrath, then you're going to grow up seeing God that way. And you're going to go up viewing the world through that. And you may either become a hardcore legalist or you might even just run away from yeah. God altogether. And so um, I think if you come up in that type of environment, that can be uh, not a great thing. But I think if you come up in an environment where you know God, you know him for who he is, is revealed through Jesus, then it can be a massive benefit. Um, I had a friend of mine. Uh, years ago, tell me he said um, he he's uh, he was one of our apprentices at, at the church I was at that I was pastoring at, and he said to me he said man I just don't have a really strong testimony like yours like you come out of like doing drugs and all these other things I just don't really have a strong testimony like you do, and uh, and I said well, what do you mean he was like well I was raised in church my whole life I've, I just I don't even remember like a time where I didn't believe in God or didn't believe in Jesus and he was like and that just doesn't seem like it carries as much. Um, power and I told him I said mm. dude you're never allowed to say that again I said your lifestyle your life is a testament to God's grace I said the fact that you don't have a story of, of, of being so drunk you've passed out or, or doing drugs or being robbed at gunpoint the fact that you don't have that the fact that you can say as far back as I remember I've always believed in God and, and, and known him as good that's a that's a huge testimony. So I guess it comes back in that balance, maybe, right? Of, of I think what for type of yeah, yeah, and I think for me, like literally, I think going into church as a teenager is something that probably saved my life in the sense of feeling loved in a different way based on my upbringing. Now, does that mean that there's not been a lot of undoing as an as an adult that I've had to do from what was taught? Absolutely, I'm still having to undo stuff that was taught and the all of that so yeah. i think i wasn't brought up in church um as there probably is a benefit just you know there's probably pros and cons on both ends as a teenager going into church and having to you know and being taught so much stuff it saved my life and then also created the the later in life i am well i'm only like in my 30s now but You're having later to in later in life having to undo a lot of that but i'm at a spot now where it's okay like i it, i know that i can walk that out and it's okay so i mean i think it's one of those questions like you she's uh, we had a comment that said uh, uh but with the right teaching uh you straight it's easier to come back oh no they're going these are the recent comments oh, okay, okay. there um, yes, having strength stand up against peer pressure, absolutely. Marsha said to send the church each week fire and brimstone, so I was always afraid. Yeah, I think and that's it, hard to undo. That is some hard stuff to undo, really. It is because it, it, is. it forms the, like we've talked about recently. It forms the bias by how you read yeah. scripture. You have this like underlying hum yep. that that you have, and you're, you're reading scripture, and your and your first response is, and even for me, I, I feel the same way sometimes. I'll read a scripture. And my first response was like, oh, man, I don't know how I feel about that. Right. And then it goes back, no, 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 God's good. And so let's talk about this or let's look at this through the, the lens of Jesus. So I think that's yeah. a Even a the deal. teachings, for me, the teachings that I've, I have recognized that hold a <coughs> lot of weight were, that shaped a lot for me. And you'll probably, you if you know anything or you've talked to me personally, you know these things, would have been the um, understanding of women in ministry and um, the huge one would have been the purity movement mm. and what was taught under that mm. to women that literally 
and as a woman who went through so much as a child, um, really did some some damage in my in my mental and um, mentally and you know everything physically. So those are two things that I gained as that a teenager be. going into church that were very hard and still are yeah. being undone in my life currently. Yeah, that could even be a, a topic, man, to, to tackle in one of these weeks of the devos, man. It's just this, if you came up in the late 90s, mid 90s yeah. in church. And it was early, the pendulum swung early 2000s, so far. Yeah, with the whole purity movement and what that yeah. did. We can talk about that <clears throat> one of these weeks as well. <clears throat> so, all right, another question. Uh, what has been the most important thing you've learned about God? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think. Oh, and one question. <laughs> I, yeah. I think, um, man, I, I would say probably uh, it would be Hebrews 1 3, that Jesus Christ is the expressed image of God, the exact representation. I think that was a paradigm shift for me because coming up early in, in my walk with God, yeah. you're handed this Bible and you're like, all right, this is God's word. Now read it because everything in here is true and everything in here applies to you and everything in here is for you. And it's like, and so you start reading. And I can remember as a teenager early on, I was so passionate about discovering God and who he was and, and because they had radically transformed my life my that moment at the prayer meeting that I started reading I'm like I'm gonna start at the beginning because that's what you do with all good books right you start at the beginning and you read it all the way through mm. and and you get to like uh, Leviticus and the laws and you start reading that and you're just like oh my god what kind of God do I believe in what is going on here man this is crazy and then you know all these uh, corrections and these moments with God and Israel and how it how it kind of plays out, and you wonder like, well, man, if I do the same the same thing Israel does, is this going to apply to me? And so you don't have a clear understanding or, or a clear understanding of what happened with Christ on the cross, which is actually what we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks, which yeah. is going to be good. So you want to tune yeah. in over the next couple of weeks um, for services <laughs> at Journey, but um, but just that whole that whole thing. So I think seeing. Uh, seeing that Jesus is the full expressed uh, image of God, yeah. and and that is who God has always looked like. I think that that's been a massive paradigm shift for us, and, and mm -hmm. well, for me particularly. What do you? Think? I would say that, on accompanied by that. Uh, hmm. I would say that's probably actually the the most important thing I've learned. Um, that has been, that not only began undoing some things, um, that would be more like smaller things that have been important, but I think that would be the most important and that yeah. started for me and, and understanding who Jesus was, like yeah. who Jesus was to everyone around him helped me walk that out. Yeah, what about what about you guys, man? Leave, leave some of that yeah, in the comments. Yeah, we some what of the are, comments, too. Someone said unconditional, unconditional love. love. <clears throat> sometimes to wrap my right. head around it. Absolutely, absolutely. And and yet, we sometimes can't fathom. Like, literally, we think we understand God. And really, we can't even fathom that unconditional love from Him. But we know that that's what we're supposed to give. And so, yeah, that is definitely a tough thing Yeah. to walk out. So <clears throat> that's three. Uh, question number four. We got a few more minutes. Um, so question number four is what is or what's the best book that you've read? Um, that's hard. That's a hard. And not the churchy answer. Not like oh the, Bible. Oh, the, the pastor. Bible. It's the Bible. The Bible. No. no, that's not what we're giving you. You know I mean, to it's read a great your Bible book for sure. You know to go back and do those things. You know that. <laughs> so so uh, I don't know. There's a lot of them, man. I think what I mean. 
I, I don't know. I think if you if you there's categories across the board. So like if you're talking about, um, well, I know we have kids watching too, but we were talking about like leadership. Like you just start. can I stop real quick? Yeah. I love what some people on yeah. Facebook aren't gonna see the Instagram comments, but I love that Sarah over on Instagram shared that Jesus is my friend is my favorite part of God, and that is the second thing that came to my mind and thinking about what is the best thing you learn was that yeah. God actually likes me. He loves Ooh, me, but good. he likes me. That's yeah. huge. And so thank you for sharing that, Sarah, because that came to my mind in thinking about this. So yeah. that's so good. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Leadership yeah. books. No, no, no. I was just thinking, I think books across the board. So, um, man, like what are some, some <laughs> great books uh, that we've read? So I think leadership-wise, I have one in my head that I want to share, but I know we probably have some kids watching, but I'll share it anyways because then you have to answer that question. But um, <laughs> so you got to talk to your kids about it. Oh, no, Jesus. no, no, no. So... <laughs> I don't know so where have, we're going this morning. I told y'all it's fun Friday. Yeah, yeah. So if you have kids in the room, just gonna send them out for a few minutes maybe, and then we'll, we'll go on. But I think when it comes to leadership, oh, um, I think Start With Why was an incredible book um, on leadership that I read um, that's that's kind of sh- helped shape uh, my life in ministry. Another one would have been The Top 10 Mistakes Leaders Make. That's by a guy named Hans Fensel. Um, so that was a, that's a great book. Uh, when it comes to theology, what are some of the my favorite books when it comes to theology? Um, I, I would say there are, are three that I read uh, two years ago, last year and two years ago, that I think were huge in, in my theology. Uh, one was a book by a guy named uh, Dr. Greg Boyd called Cross Vision. Which I have Actually, that, you have that because one, right? that was on my list and you stole it. I stole that one. That's a fantastic book. And it's uh, how the crucifixion of Jesus makes sense of the Old Testament portraits of, of violence, um, which is really good. Another one that I read theology-wise was uh, a, a book called Sinners in the Hands of a Loving God by Pastor Brian Zod. Fantastic book. Mm-hmm. And another one from a, 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 orth, a Greek Orthodox um, guy, and his, his name's Brad Jerzak. It's called A More Christ-Like God, yeah. um, which those three were phenomenal books. Um, when it comes to personal development, so I'm taking these books first. You're taking so, all of my books. <laughs> no, I'm not. This Whatever. Is it fun? Whatever. And not so, fair. Personal development. Can I, can I jump in and share yeah, you real can go quick? Ahead. Go ahead. So I didn't even think about leadership ones yet, but I would say. Um, she went and got books, y'all. She got them. Yeah, books. I did because some of my books are actually on my phone. They're Audible books, so I can't show, show you them. But for for the whole thing about my paradigm shift, shift whoo, be careful. Paradigm <laughs> shift Y'all, about God. Friday. <laughs> One of our friends say, "What is it called? What is uh, what is the language thing? What is um, oh um uh, free language Friday? Free language Friday. It's not that right now. Guys. I don't know. In the apocalypse, I think anything <laughs> counts. I think all all of it counts. So, um, for my understanding about God, one of the was the cross vision, which Chris already mentioned, was yeah. one of my like. Good reads helped me. Um, and then another one, which is super small, super easy read, was Unlock Your Bible, The Key to Understanding and Applying the Scripture. By your... Steve McVeigh. That's a yes. fantastic book. This was Bible. a great book. Super easy read. Fantastic um, book, yeah. And so those are my... Oh, no, there was one more that was... Um, that's kind of um, along the lines of helping me understand as a woman, um, my, you know, my role or my call how I can utilize that and not feel like I have the whole world against me, I guess. And that's half the church by Carolyn Curtis James. Um, This was, it was a, some of the, it was kind of a hard read, some of it, but it was so, so, so good 
to read that um, for <clears throat> me as a woman in ministry. So, so go ahead, other ahead. other yeah, yeah yeah so other books I saw somebody over on one of the platforms say search for significance yeah Paul absolutely man that's that's a phenomenal book and that's something that we come back to over yeah. in counseling over and over yeah. again we talk about this archway of of you know our beliefs form our thoughts our thoughts form our emotions our emotions are responsible mm -hmm. for our actions our actions reinforce our beliefs and so you have to break the cycle and change that and that was a, that's definitely one of my personal yeah. like on a personal level like yeah. personal growth for my identity that would be my number i've probably gone through it three times maybe four times now actually just rereading it and redoing the workbook because every time i've gotten something new so yeah from no that's fine that's fine that's that's a that's been a really good one so yeah. you you asked a that was a loaded question what's the best book you read um i think another yeah, one hard. uh when it comes to man there's some in regards, regards to marriage or um you know can i go back real quick to personal yeah sure go ahead to personal you yeah, didn't hit any of your per like like yeah, for me between the search for significance i just said that oh you said that one too okay from search for just significance that. and then um dissecting the enneagram that was huge for like actual personal growth that's not, what and book? Identity. the road back to you it would be the road back to you but i mean for i didn't really want to i've i've not i've not finished the paper book i've read i've done the um what is it, the Audible thing or whatever? You read the book. So, Audible's right, reading. It so counts. It does. But um, sometimes I don't get as much from it when I'm not actually writing in my book yeah. and highlighting stuff. So those two, for me, were personal um, that were really good at helping me just get in there and undo some stuff. All right, now you can go. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, so that rival, yes. Yes, so, good so another one that that uh, that was really good. Again, I told you, make sure your kids aren't in the room. But um, if they are, you got to explain it to them. So um, another one from from the marriage standpoint. There's a one called Secrets of a Passionate Marriage by David Schnarch, which is yes. a psychologist. That's really good. Another one um, by I think his name is Ian Cron. Uh, I think mm -hmm. is his name. And uh, that's a book called She Comes First. So um, that's a fantastic book for marriage and sexuality. So and that is is that like the the man the yeah men's copy of that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the I mean, husband's... wife could read it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, they have one for the wife called He Comes Next, or actually, it's called Passionista now. Yeah, it's changed up, they've but changed it. I know y'all are like, oh my god, y'all went there. Yeah, why not? It's yeah, just... those are really good. If you're married, get them. Fantastic books. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So those are the book topics. A uh, couple more questions. Man, we're going a little long today. Y'all don't mind we go a little long? Someone said uh, Love Does. That's really good. I actually have that one for my kids. The Love Does version oh, by, for kids. Uh, what's Bob, um, Bob Goff, right? Yes. I was yeah. trying to think. What is his name? That's really good as well. Yes, that one is. Um, and then I saw someone said Without Rival, Open My Eyes. Yes, that was a really good book. I did read that one as well. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. All right. So a couple more questions. I mean, y'all don't mind we go a little long today, right? I mean, it's okay, right? Well, I mean, it's... everybody can jump off and come back later. Yeah. Y'all don't <laughs> mind. Y'all y'all hang out and, you know, we're good. All right. So another one. Uh, what tips on, <laughs> what tips, what are some tips on surviving quarantine with your spouse? A follow-up would be, and with your kids. I don't mm. know. I'll let you know when we survive. Yeah. When we're all out of this. <laughs> we get to the end of it. And we're all still walking and we're able to give you a hug on the other side we'll let you we'll know we'll let you know no um i think what are some tips on surviving quarantine with your spouse uh i think continuing to have just open dialogue i think yeah. communication i think not to take everything so personal yeah i think that's a good deal you everybody's cooped up in the house 
um, not to take everything so personal, to remember that the person that you're doing life with in quarantine is your number one fan. Yeah. Um, proof is they married you and nobody else. So, right. you know, that's that's a, a good piece yeah, of advice. Yeah, because we're all going to lose it. Like, yesterday I had my moment, guys. So we're all going to have moments. I don't moments. even know what happened, y'all. I was sitting, can I just say, I was just, I won't go too far in depth. I was sitting here editing video for this one. For the service this weekend, y'all, I'm just bored. And she came down and she sat down beside me and she was she just started going on and I was like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know how can I help you. You're like you said, you can't help me. You can't fix this. I'm like, then why are you telling me this right now? I can't do anything for you. You can't do anything for me. I, 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 I you can't fix it. And she got up and left and I was like, I have I just felt like I had a drive by shooting. Like I didn't even I didn't even stand a chance. What? Like just she just sprayed me and got up and left. You know. <laughs> So, all right. y'all, I was I'm just home all the time, and I like people. I like being around people. I like hanging out with <laughs> it's people. So true. And I am where everybody's at, where we're all just like at home, and I'm like I want to be out, and I can't even like retail therapy. Like is not even on the list. You can pretend shop on Amazon. You just go fill your that cart is up. No but fun. Don't hit now. the ba- don't hit See, the pay button. Retail therapy's great <laughs> when you can actually go get retail therapy the next day. It holds you over. Right now, there's no, like, oh, in the next couple days, you're going to be able to go shopping. No, there's none of that right now. So, retail therapy does not help. So, guys, I would recommend, like you said, communication. I would recommend, if you need to talk to a counselor, talk to a counselor. There are online counseling options. Like, I know Genesis locally has online counseling that you can do. Find out if they take your insurance and hop on over there. Um... I would say, geez, with your kids or with your spouse communication for sure. Um, I would say to make sure to still to still touch each other. Like we still make sure to give each other hugs. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty second hugs. Twenty man. second hugs. Three they times do, a day. Yeah, they do a lot, and they they really help you. You know, just remember, like, okay, we're in this together because right now you're not able to get out and really be around a lot of people, so you feel like you need to know. Who's in it with me? And yeah. if you're not, if you, if no one is around with you and you're not surviving your spouse and you're just surviving yourself, talk to someone. Yeah. You know, cause not everybody's married yeah. and not everybody Kim, has somebody at home. Kim's so. a people person. She misses people. So if you need to talk to her, talk, talk to her, yes, FaceTime talk, her, call her, me. message her. <laughs> She'll love to talk to you. Talk um, to someone. Yes. So how, what about surviving yes, quarantine? April, I am so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. Because she says she can't wait to go to Cool Bands. Don't don't ask what it is. It's a secret. We're not telling you what it is because we want to be there when it opens. But yes, I'm on it. You just told them the y'all Google Cool Bands. Just go go ahead and you'll find out all this foolishness. (laughs) All right. So uh, so how about what about surviving quarantine with your kids? Y'all, I think some of y'all could probably give us some better advice for this, or Kim could probably give us better advice for this. I'm not giving, I'm not saying I'm giving up. My thing is right now is get them outside. Like, I don't care if we are missing, we have to stop schoolwork and go outside. It's, if it's nice out, we're going to spend as much time as possible out there because it just, it, it controls the environment in the house that is going chaotic constantly if they're in the house. And so I'm like, let's go outside. Let's go play, go ride your bikes, go hang out. Um, yeah. that's my, my only answer I have because when we're in the house, it's quite crazy. Um, 
for yeah. quarantine with kids. I, I think too, um, one of the things that I'm I'm having to constantly I'm sorry I'm trying to catch up the comments, guys. You guys are doing a great job commenting back with us. We're doing a very bad job at answering. Um so I, I think another one with the kids thing, man, is that I'm having to remember is that um kids are they're kids. They're not adults, right? And so um <laughs> Sorry, Sandra. What? I just saw your comment. <laughs> What did it say? The twenty second hugs is for the license you give you. I think it said it's about giving you the license to do something. Oh, you can do something to do. I thought it was reading something different. Maybe I'm wrong. I think she just laughed at your grammar, Sandra. I think no, I wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was saying it gives um, you the license to do something else. A couple more. That's how I read that. And that is very true, which is okay to do during <laughs> quarantine too. That's you can do that a lot during quarantine. <laughs> Not much else you can do. Um, um, so, <laughs> so okay. What about your kids? All right. So, surviving quarantine with your kids. Uh, just making sure, man, that remembering that your kids are kids, and and um, oh, what the world's going on. Your kids are kids. They're not adults. Yeah. They're missing their friends. Someone posted that um, the other day, which I thought was really, really good, man. Is that they're missing their friends. They're out of schedule. They're out of routine. Yeah. And so, giving them some grace as well is a pretty huge thing. Yeah, um, grace, going back oh, no, to my word, lost. I'd mentioned weeks ago, it feels like now, is grace. We have to stay yeah. operating in that area of grace. All right, a sure. couple more questions. Keep your local midwife in business. <laughs> Who put that? <laughs> Sarah. Yes, y'all, not me. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> not me. That's no. Not, that, mm -mm. There might be a lot happening, but no, that's we not We are happening. done. In the name of Jesus, we are done. A um, couple more questions real quick. So... <clears throat> You can see the questions. I can't get it back up here. Yeah, I'm trying to um, trying to keep up with them, but it's hard. So some of y'all, some of, what what's your enneagram number? <clears throat> if you uh, don't know what the enneagram is, just go search it. Um, yeah. Utilize the tools that are actually written by. There's a lot of stuff out there about it, but if you're really trying to get the the in depth about it, utilize. I believe it. Who wrote? What is it? What is their name? You got there's a guy named Richard Rohr wrote yes. that Enneagram Christianity. Yeah. Uh, and then another one um, was called the Road, the Road Back, Back to You, which is really really good. Because if you don't, so, you'll just get a number, and yeah. then you really don't dive into it. For those dive into it. For those who want to know, what's so what's your Enneagram number? I'm a two with, and I operate, I believe, in both wings, one and three. So she's a two. I'm a one. So on the Enneagram, if you don't know what that yeah. is, you can check it out. And we'll, we'll, I'll link some information in the comments so you can check it out. It's pretty right. neat. All right, last question, and then we'll wrap up. We went long today. Wrap up. <clears throat> uh, last question is: What is your favorite movie or movies? All right, what are your favorite movies or movies? Hmm. Spell that. I don't know who. I think that was a comment to someone else. Sorry, oh. Tracy. I was reading that. What's your favorite movie or movies? Do you? I know you've got top ones. I would say my most most recent, maybe favorite movie mm -hmm. is, um, and this was in the last like five years. Would be, I would say The Shack. Shack I is phenomenal. Only because that's like that's um that's. I guess helped in understanding the the understanding of God and his love and all that stuff. So that was a really good um <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, no, it's movie. it's a phenomenal movie. Phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Um yeah, so 
uh, The Shack is is good. If you ask me, like my favorite all time movies are, it's 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 pretty close. It's neck and neck, man. I, it, it's it's the Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid movie, or the first Rocky movie. Um, both of those are my all time favorite movies. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, what time it is. If it's on TV, we will stop in my house and watch it. My kids and my wife know that if that's on, they have no hope in watching anything else on TV that day. They all leave the room, and yeah. I get to enjoy the nostalgic era of of the eighties and late seventies. So, so those movies. Yep. But, so it's either nap time or endure. That's right, endure, and it's not really enduring. It's a, it's very inspiring. It inspirational. is if, if you've seen it a million times. It's still inspirational. All right. So those are the questions. Those are the Ask Me Anything Friday deal. Man, I like this. Let's keep this going, guys. If you have more questions, man, shoot them our way. Message us. Yeah. You can text us if you have our numbers. You can text us. You can uh, shout it out. But um, I like this. I yeah. dig, I'm digging this whole yeah. like, Friday Ask Me Anything. Yeah, thing. and I'm going to go through. We'll go through and check some of the comments because they're going so quick. Some of them I've missed. If you were asking asking a question or writing, we'll go back and check we'll, it. We'll leave, uh, so what we'll do too is we'll link the books that we um, that we talked about. We'll link them via Amazon so you can go back and check them out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other thing I said I was going to link? Oh, the Enneagram website that, yes. that you can go and read up on the Enneagram about. There's also an amazing app that we utilize yeah, for that. Yeah, and I'll That's put that really app there as well. And so yeah. You pay like a dollar ninety nine. It's worth it, it to have so all the information. It is so worth it. And so. it's really, really, if you go, go about this, figure yourself out. Don't try and figure everybody else out. Don't, I mean... The point of it is to, to understand more about yourself. And yeah. once you start understanding more about yourself, yep. you know you you know you. Yep. It's gonna take plenty of time to focus on yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So well that's it for Friday, guys. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us this evening or this morning. morning this morning, yeah. And uh man, don't forget tune in tomorrow night for our Journey Church yes, service, service. six thirty. It'll be on live stream, it'll be on Instagram, it'll be on Facebook. Um, we're working on getting YouTube. Oh, I forgot to put that in there. I'll also link that. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. That yeah. way we can get our own uh, personal URL uh, for the church, mm-hmm. which would be great. Um, and then, if not Saturday, we'll see you on Monday morning at 8 o'clock, same yeah. time. So you want to pray? Yeah. All right. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you that everyone is filled with peace and joy and able to take on this Friday and that we are able to enjoy this amazing weather, whatever anyone is doing, that they will take a moment to just enjoy this day. We thank you for this day you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. guys. We'll see you tomorrow night, 630.